What's up, guys? I'm Chino. Throughout my journey, I have learned to take each moment, job, relationship, and opportunity as a gift. Each week, I will be sharing my personal experiences, fresh insight from my guests, and discussing topics that help listeners best relate to the journey. I'm deeply passionate about sharing what I've learned in my life to help inspire, motivate, and show that we are never alone. With hardships comes healing, and with personality comes hoops. This is Chino's Best. Hello, guys. Welcome to Chino's Best. I am sitting here with the little model herself, Lexi Markovich. Hello. Is that how you say it? Is that the yeah. proper way to say That's it? That's the white way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, really, there's like an accent on it, but like since I live in America, like nobody would actually say like Markovich. Markovich. Yeah. What would, okay, wait. Before we, before I forget, <laughs> what is that vetmont? <laughs> yes, we're going to talk about yeah. that because we had to look it up. But that That's just, French. it just reminded me though, when you said that differently, I'm like, wait a second, there is something we just looked yeah. up with that. So welcome guys. Um, I'm sitting here with my friend Lexi. We are going to be talking about modeling. We're going to be talking about um, basically like mental health awareness for the model industry and beauty and fashion in general, which is actually super hard little bit of background on Lex and if I laugh during any of these questions it's because I already know the answer but you guys don't know the answer so forgive me if I'm laughing it's not at her it's because I already know yeah so um hi pal hello how are you I'm wonderful you look great this is my second time seeing you in a row (laughs) you lucky duck I know (laughs) so tell us a little bit about yourself. Were you born and raised in Indy? Yes, I was. Perfect. Whereabouts? Like Brownsburg area. Okay. My sister lives in Brownsburg. I like it over there. Yeah. Nice little area. Yeah. So siblings? I have four siblings. Okay. Two younger and two older, so I am the middle child. <coughs> Black sheep. Yep. Okay. All right. So, see, we're just going down this list now of, like, checking things off, like, where are you from? How many siblings? Yeah. Um, as far as about you, give us a little, like, just a little spiel about you. Like, how old you are? What about you? So, I'm 20 years old. Okay. I will be 21 this year. It's about damn time. Right. I have been waiting. All of us have been waiting. It sucks for me because I am the youngest of this whole entire group and I can't go anywhere. That's true. I can't go do anything at all unless I wiggle my way in. And just squirm in. Yeah. It's it's been it's been really shitty. <laughs> Uh, and it sucks because I'm dating a 24-year-old, so, like, whenever yeah. our friends, like, have birthdays and stuff, like, of course they're going to go out to the bars, and I'm just, like, sitting at home, and I'm like, uh, when yeah. are you coming home? Your I'm time bored. is so <laughs> close, though. But I feel like you're so mature and, like, how you carry yourself, so all of us are older, but, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like we're that much older Oh, yeah, than you. when I tell people how old I am, they're like, what? Come again? Come again? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's true. I didn't believe you when you first told me. I was like, <laughs> no, but really, how old are you? Yeah. Didn't believe it at all. Yeah. Gosh, 20. What was I doing at 20? <laughs> That's for another day. I know. <laughs> College volleyball. 
College volleyball, working at Walmart. Ooh, Walmart. Dating a guy that went to Purdue. Yeah. That's good times. Life. Good fucking times, yeah. dude. I just thought about that. Like, those <laughs> were great times. Hmm. Anyways, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're a model. I am. Not only just a model, though. Oh. Oh, intrigue. I am a jack of all trades. Tell us these trades. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a model, but I'm also a talent as well. Okay. So with the agency I'm signed with, I also am a singer. Okay. And I also am kind of under like actress as well. So mm. I can just kind of do everything within my agency. Yeah. Which is, makes it a lot easier for me because I can kind of just attract any client. Yeah. So, so what agency are you with? I'm my mother agent in Indianapolis is L Models. Okay. And I'm signed with Ten Management in Chicago. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, that's where I've been so, starting out. So yeah. Far. What are some of the top companies that you've gotten to work with or work for? Um. So I have um, worked with East Bay. Okay. Uh, Wilson Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. I've been in Vogue twice. Bitch, what? You didn't know that? No. What? Very little pictures, like, in the back, but, like, I have the magazines. Like, I bought them, like, at Barnes & Noble. I, doesn't, I, I mean, it doesn't fucking matter how little it was. It, it doesn't matter at all. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And that was, like, at the, I mean, the beginning of my career as well. So, like, I was fresh into it, and I got that. I cannot. Yeah. I'm, like, holding my breath. That is amazing. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I don't even think we need a follow-up. That's it. That's the podcast. <laughs> So, okay, so we have East Bay, Wilson, Vogue. Um, I did a fashion show. Vogue. For, I'm, I'm stuck <laughs> for on like, uh, Bedhead, like, hair company, like, all the okay. hair products for them. And then I also was on Empire twice. I filmed on the TV show. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. How was that experience? It was interesting. Very yeah. different. I've never done anything like it before. So. Yeah. I can imagine that behind the scenes life would be very, very different, obviously, than what any of us would see or know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's stuff that you don't even, like, realize because yeah. you don't see. You yeah, know? like you don't think about it. Yeah, and it's it's pretty demanding. Mm-hmm. Long, hard hours of being worked. I mean, you're on heels for, like, anywhere from, like, 10 to 15 hours a day. Gosh, and you're just kind of like waiting for them to like say, "Okay, we're ready for you," type yeah. of thing. Wow, yeah. that's so. Intricate. I mean, and you do get to meet a lot of people, but like the whole time you have to be like very silent. Yeah, I can so, only imagine. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, it it sounds a little intense, it but is. it sounds interesting. I feel like I would just be so like intrigued that I would be like, "What? What is happening?" Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, how long have you been a model? So, I'll be coming up on like four years this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kind of a long time. Yeah, for that like is a long how time. young I am, at least. Yeah, like I started fresh out of high school, so. Yeah, that's true. Cause you, yeah, four years—that's crazy. Mm-hmm. What made you decide to do this? Like, what made you like sit down and say, okay? I'm, I'm going to pursue modeling because for a lot of people, we all tinker with the idea. Like there's so many people, and I'm sure you've heard this your entire life too, is like, 
looks at you and you're like, you could be a model. And then you have that flash in your head that you're like, yes, I could. <laughs> yeah. I could. Tyra, here I am. Like, yeah, I, I've had those moments. But absolutely. then, like, you get realistic and you're like, no, absolutely not. So, like, in that transition where you're like, I could do this. I'm doing it. Like, what made you decide to go for it? So my senior year, I actually took a fashion merchandising class. Mm -hmm. And, like, my teacher was my absolute favorite. Mm -hmm. And she just made it, like, a really great time for me. I've never really, like, thought about actually being a model, like, as my career. I always thought, like, I'd do some kind of thing, like, in the fashion, like, world. Yeah. Whether that be, like, I always wanted to design something or do something really artistic. Um, Shout out Jenny Humphrey on Gossip Girl. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so I <clears throat> I actually like learned a lot about the fashion industry through that class, and it was really just like eye opening stuff that I would okay. have never learned anywhere else unless I did the research myself. But yeah, that was honestly very important for my career now that I actually took that class because at the end of the semester we had a fashion show. And of course, everybody in the class was like, oh, you have to be a model in this. So I watched my first fashion show like at school. I mean, like it was like a big turnout, like the, like a bunch of people were there. That is so much fun. Yeah. And my uh, my designer, she actually made all my outfits for me. That is so much so fun. Was, yeah. It was, I love that. Yeah. I love high schools that like allow you to do stuff like that. Where did you go to high school? Avon. So okay. very huge school. Yeah. We... Like, Graduated with a thousand people. Yeah, my graduating class was not that big. Yeah. Um, I went to Perry Meridian, mm-hmm. and we had a prom fashion show that I was in, and I just remember like being so excited but so nervous. Oh, I was so nervous. so nervous, and like all the kids that did like theater and stuff, they were so kind, and they were just like, when you get on the stage, you can't see anything. You'll be fine. Like, yeah, I don't even anything. remember what was going through my head or what no. I was thinking. No, or, me no. neither. I just remember I had a white dress on. And I was too tall for it. Like, it fit my body. Yeah. But I was too long. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I hope the yearbook doesn't take photos of anything from the (laughs) knees down. Because it literally was like this much space. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. But it, like, fit everywhere else. And it looked great. And I'm like, if they can just go over and, like, belly button up, we'll we'll be good. Yeah. But, yeah, I love that high school is kind of, like, invoke doing – Different weird stuff like that. Stuff that you may never get another opportunity to do again. And then runway-wise, it's terrifying. I did it oh, at Midwest yeah. Fashion Week. Um, yeah. And I was so scared. I, was I like, also did Midwest. I was like, I don't. Uh, uh, yeah. I made, like, someone else walk with me. I was like, okay, look, I'm going to throw up, so we're going to hold hands. <laughs> yeah. Like, But the, it's, it's crazy. So for you, you just, you had, like, your first taste of it, and you were like, fuck yeah, this is it. I, I knew I wanted to do something, but my parents were very, like, particular on me going to college mm-hmm. just because, I mean, most parents are. Yeah. Like, they're not very open-minded to other possibilities like yeah. you don't have to go to college for. So I ended up going for six weeks, and that was, like, absolutely not. That was that. I hate <laughs> this. This is, like, my hell is going to college. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And I'm the complete opposite. I love college. I love school. I love learning. Now, I mean, we've heard, like, Adam and Brandon talk about it often, like, teaching yourself and being, like, a student of life and, like, 
going out and finding your own information, which is fine and well. Yeah. But I also think about this stuff like right now, I'm a student to you. Like I don't I don't know shit about modeling, so mm-hmm. I'm here to learn. So like yeah. I'm a student at heart and I like going to classes where like these these professors have degrees in these subjects because they're obsessed with them. Yeah. So like then they get to teach you what they love and it's that's why I like it. Yeah. But it's it it's not for me. everyone. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I just I I made the big decision to just say fuck it I'm gonna do like what I want to do in my life and that is be a model so how did you get started like when you decided all right I'm leaving college like what was your next step what'd you do so I already had like a little bit of a social media following I mean just a couple thousand Mm -hmm. um and I actually had some photographers that followed me and they would reach out to me and ask to like do a little photo shoot um, so we just get content, you know? Yeah. And once I started posting on social media, my, um, mother agent contacted me and actually DM'd me and was like, we want you to come in for an open call. I love that. Yeah. Cause so they reached out to you. Yeah. And I was surprised. Ooh, I, was like, I was like, okay, like I did my little work, like trying to like get someone to notice me. Now here's my chance. Like, yeah. I'm going to take it. I was so nervous. I was like, I don't know if this is going to work out for me, but honestly, I do not have another option. Yeah. So what does that look like yeah. when they reach out to you? You go to their so, office? Yeah, like... you go in for an open call, and that's just when uh, you just fill out, like, like, a bunch of stuff about you. They want to, like, see your personality. They want to see, like, all of the talents that you have, anything mm-hmm. interesting about you that could set you apart from other people. Okay. And then, like, you do your little model walk. Like, you don't have to be super... Like, I, I went in there not knowing, like, anything. anything I did yeah. a little high school fashion show. But other than that, like, I'd never walked before. Like, so I just, I went in there and gave it all that I got. And she was like, yeah, we're going to sign you. So I signed my contract with her. And, I mean, everything's just been up from there. That is yeah. insane. So what are, what are like the main things that you've learned in these four years? Like what are like your top five things that you've learned when it comes to modeling? So I definitely have had lots of hard times Mm -hmm. with being a model. There's a lot of battling you have to do with just like yourself and your mental. Um, There's a lot of things that can just like set you in such a depressed state, like comparing yourself to other people and like looking at all these successful like famous models and you're like I've been doing this for a while I'm not getting anywhere where am I going with this is this going to happen for me and you just have to like work your ass off until like there's no tomorrow (laughs) you just have to make sure you are putting in so much work that there is nobody that can tell you no yeah because there's going to be plenty of people that can tell you no but you just have to go show other people that you can do that yeah so I actually um I think I was signed for about two years and I finally got to go to open calls in Chicago and I signed with a big agency there and I thought I was going to take off from that. Yeah. Um, so I signed with Wilhelmina in Chicago and it ended up not really working for different reasons. Um, mainly my height cause I am very short as a model. Um, I'm five seven. So I do run into complications sometimes with just like not being able to do like really high fashion work because 
um, like the height requirement is like five ten. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty tall. So like high fashion and runway, do those kind of go hand in hand? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So a lot of those do have height requirements. So as a five seven model, I mean, I still have done those things. Like I do a lot of those things, but mm-hmm. it's just a little harder for me to like wiggle my way in there and be yeah. like, hey, look at me though. Mm-hmm. I have a fantastic walk, but I'm just a little shorter, so put me in higher heels. Yeah. And they're like, of course. But you have the other half that's like, we won't even look at you if you're anywhere under that. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, there's setbacks and, you know. Um, three inches is a big difference. Oh, oh, we could talk about that all day. I'm so. On multiple avenues. I, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely like <laughs> said my word about that on my social media. And uh, I, I don't think height should be any sort of issue in the fashion world. Yeah. There is there is a huge difference between like a five two model. Yeah. But like a five seven, that's like tall for a woman. Yeah, like I'm the pretty sure I'm like five eight and a half. Yeah, I'm like so, just a little bit taller than you. Yeah, and it's just like it's a big thing. Yeah. It'll yeah. it'll it, one one day it won't be a big thing. Yeah. And I'm waiting for that day. I feel like um, fashion is one of those things that it's. I don't even know how to explain it. It's not antiquated, like, but it, it definitely has its standards. And while everything else is, is it, there are some aspects that I think people are doing a good job at being more open to different concepts, different styles, like being more welcoming to every type of person. Yeah. And I feel like there are some particular things and industries that are holding on to like their foundation because now that's what's different. So it, for me, it's like when you used to have companies say you couldn't have tattoos. Okay, well, I have a sleeve and then a half sleeve. Yeah. And now that everyone allows tattoos, there's only a few companies that are like, nope, we still don't. Because now they're the different ones as opposed to the companies who were doing it before where it was like everyone couldn't have them and then those few that said yes and yeah. now it's just reversed and there, there's still um agencies and clients like that mm-hmm. now where they're not really that Receptive big on it. tattoos mm-hmm. and I also have tattoos so I'm short yeah and I have tattoos so yeah. sometimes I run into like a little bit of a block where people are like like they um send out emails and they're like we want um this height of a model and no tattoos so I won't mm. even get considered for it. Yeah. They won't even look at my portfolio or anything. So you said mental health awareness has been big. Um, the aspect of non-comparison. Um, and then what are some other things that you've learned so far in this? Um, I would say like, so going off of like me being signed with a bigger agency, not mm-hmm. like bigger is not always better because mm-hmm. now I'm with an agency that like uh, is a little bit smaller of an agency and they get to really push all of their models to their full potential. Okay. And that's almost more important to me. And I mean, it's shown as well. Like I, I worked every single weekday last week yeah in Chicago because you were in Chicago the entire yeah. week yeah and I mean I worked my butt off last week yeah but, I mean it was so rewarding like it's finally paying off for me mm-hmm. and I mean I did a lot of cool stuff I did a three-day hair campaign for a really big salon in Chicago and also like I was on uh I got posted on the Vetmont page yes I saw that that was wild yeah and I mean I just woke up and I was like 
Dude, yeah. I'm on the page. Like, what? Yeah. That's crazy. Because they, well, it's like 3.5 million followers. Yeah, something like that. I mean, which crazy. is crazy. Yeah. I'm putting that picture on the blog, by the way. Oh, good. Because <laughs> I'm proud of you. Yeah, like, thank I, you. I love it. So if I were to come up to you and say, Lexi, I want to be a model. What do I do next? Like, what what would you tell someone? So I, what I would say to like someone that's up and like wanting to be a model to start out just like working with local photographers mm-hmm. and be kind of picky about who you work with. You don't just want anybody taking pictures of you because you want good like solid pictures for your portfolio and don't just go with anyone. I know you've had like a negative experience that you put on Instagram, right. Of like basically someone pretending to be someone else. Yeah. So you definitely need to do your research, whether it's for an agency, um, or a photographer that's reaching out to you, you just need to make sure that that person is who they say they are. Mm -hmm. Um, cause the situation that I had, I had someone reach out to me and say that one of my really close friends gave them my number. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, awesome. But I checked with them first to say, hey, did you give this person my number? And they were like, I have no idea who that is. And I was like, okay, red flag. Like, I'm not working with this person. Yeah. And then once I, I, once I, like, called them out for it, I never got an answer back. And I actually contacted the real, like, photographer mm-hmm. that they were giving their, the name of. And he was like, yeah, that's not me. I've been having plenty of people like pretending to be me. So he had to like make it a huge thing on his social media as well. That is wild. So, I mean, you just have to protect yourself. Yeah. Make sure that you know that person is who they say they are. Yeah. Because you can get in a really, like not everybody has bad intentions, but there are people that do. So just be so aware and safe. Don't get too excited because I know that like when, when someone reaches out to you, they're like, oh, let's do a photo shoot. You're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, I'll do it, like, tomorrow. You need to, like, not jump the gun too fast and really yeah. just, like, be safe. So first step is just getting photos in general. Yeah, and, absolutely. And in that, obviously, like, being mindful and being safe of who you're taking photos yeah. with. Build your portfolio. <laughs> build your social media. That's so important as a model. So like, what would be your suggestion as far as, like, headshots compared to full body? Like, do you want, like, in-motion stuff? So your portfolio pretty much is just you as a model, like what you want to showcase to people. And you want that to be completely versatile. You want that to touch every single possible client that could ever come your way. So you want headshots of like beauty. um, You want sporty looks. You want uh, like wedding if you could even like Mm. get that. So a lot of people do book for weddings in like Chicago and stuff like that. So if that's where you want to go, definitely get some like wedding looks, Mm -hmm. um, do, um, personality shots just to show your smile, like your goofiness, stuff like that. And then, uh, like your normal e-com, like of you in just like outfits and stuff like that, just Mm -hmm. really cool looks. And then, uh, you want editorial as well. So like really fierce, like like really high fashion looks in your portfolio. So you just want an all around like versatile book. Okay. And is there any like particular way that you found like what your niche was? So mine is more like personality and like swim. That's Mm -hmm. also another thing that you want in your book as well. If you're going to go to like LA and Miami. Um, so 
that's kind of mine, and I do a lot of sports as okay. well. So I, that's what I get booked for mainly in hair. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's so much that you need to put in your book. But, yeah. like, your agency, if you are signed with one, will help you with all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm helping you now if you don't have an agency. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't think about it too much. Just, like, get as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, my, my book is not even full yet. Like, I don't have everything I could possibly have but I mean I have a lot a lot yeah just because I have been booked for pretty much all of those things so yeah I mean so I know you mentioned LA and Miami so you've mentioned Chicago now so like where are those main places where basically modeling is predominant so definitely if you're taller and high fashion and do more of like a uh, like runway look mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna go to New York because that's where all of the high fashion stuff is New York and like Paris okay and London so you're like really big cities and then for like for me personally my like area would be LA and Miami and Chicago just because they are more lenient on height mm-hmm. and like different kind of looks okay so they're more versatile with their models so you can go in not having like a particular look and they'll be like oh you're different like we like that about you okay so yeah that's where I would say I fit as just like how I look yeah but um every everybody's different you could go anywhere and someone might think otherwise of you and you might yeah, you may spark something yeah. in someone, like, you never know. It's never the same thing. There's <laughs> mm-hmm. always bookers and clients that are looking for, like, different stuff all the time. They could want a blonde one week, and then the next week they'd want a really, like, big curly hair, like, girl. You yeah. Know? It's just all different. So when you first started doing this, like, obviously you were very blessed and, like, got with an agency right out the yeah. gate. Do you still reach out to, like, companies or are you always tagging companies like are you tagging big companies like what would be your suggestion as someone on like just getting that awareness because I know like for the blog and podcast there are certain I call them mentors like I've never met these people yeah but like they're the podcasts I listen to they're the books that I read Mm -hmm. so they have been like a life mentor to me in like a distant way and they'll message me on Instagram. They'll like my stuff. They'll like my tweets, things yeah. of that nature. So, like, do you do that same thing with modeling? Do you just tag a bunch of shit on your pictures and just, like, just to get it out there? I tag, like, the clothes that I'm wearing, definitely. I mean, some of them might already be, like, the the job that I booked. So, yeah. I definitely do, like, tag them in my pictures. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it's just a photo shoot that I do with someone else and it's just about, like, the shoot and not about the clothes, I still mm-hmm. do tag where the clothes are from. Mm-hmm. Um, on my end, I get reached out to on Instagram to, like, get sent free stuff and, like, post about it. I don't normally do that um, just because sometimes it's not beneficial for me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I definitely do. I reach out to a lot of people, whether they be models that, like, could – give me advice on something mm-hmm. or um, just a, like any companies that like I would like to work for. Like I'm super big in the EDM community. So yeah. like, I reach out to artists all the time. And since I'm also a singer, yeah. I just like, I make my way into that as well. And I'm like, Oh, you have merch. Like, let me shoot in that. Like, I would love to get some yes. content for you. So I, I really, I make sure to like put myself into 
social media and mm-hmm. like making sure that br- brands notice me and like people notice me that I want to work with. Yeah. So it's definitely about reaching out. That's okay. the most important thing that you can do on social media is just get people to so reaching you. out and like making sure that you're posting and like putting stuff on your actual page. Yeah. Like absolutely. if someone comes across you, like give them something to see. Yeah. You constantly want to keep your social media updated. I know that like, uh, like you can post anything really, but like also you want to be professional about it. I mean, you still want like agencies want to see like your personality, what you do outside of being a model. So mm-hmm. like, if you're out with your friends, like take a cute picture, like they're not gonna, they they're actually want to like, see, no. yeah, they want to see that. They want to yeah. see that you have a life. They want to see like other cool things that you do. Like I'm a cook as well. So I always post recipes on my social media or I go to festivals. So I always yeah. post that. Like they want to see what you do outside of that because they, they want to know your personality. So yeah. see, and I feel like that just feeds into being a little more versatile and it's like, opening doors for them to be like, oh, we could put her with this. We could put her, Absolutely. she would be a natural with that because like she's already doing it. Yeah. So you're more comfortable with that type of thing. Yeah. I mean, my agency reaches out to me all the time and they're like, Hey, send me a singing video. Like we love that. Like, Oh yeah. yeah. I and they're that. like, Oh, you're a cook. Like, that's awesome. Like keep doing what you're doing. Like you're really like showing us that you have so many other qualities to you. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, like, when you're meeting with them, they, like, you can only get around so much. Yeah. So, like, it's it's great to put what you're actually into on your social well, media. Well, I think the biggest thing that, like, is popping into my head right now is basically just, like, being yourself. So, I know you Absolutely. mentioned one of the things that you've learned along the way is, like, non-comparison. Mm-hmm. So, I obviously, those things go hand in hand. Like, be yourself and don't compare yourself. Yeah. But I feel like that would be really, really difficult as a model. I mean just being on social media in general, Absolutely. there's, uh, we're always comparing, whether it's a good comparison or whether it's a negative one, there's always some type of judgment being placed when you're cruising on social media, Yeah. no matter what. Yeah. And like, I, I struggled with that mm-hmm. majorly at the beginning of my career. Mm-hmm. And that's just because like, it was kind of, uh, in my opinion, I know we said like, it wasn't really going slow for me. Like I, I think I had six magazines in the first six months that I was a model, Which is but like in, in my head, like I wasn't working with the brands that I really wanted to. And I just really had to wrap my like head around, like everybody's journey is going to be different. Yeah. Everybody's time limit is going to be different. Some people could be a famous model in a couple months. Others, it'll take a couple years. Yeah. So you just have to remember like the, like the more work you put in, the better it's going to be for you. Yeah. And the more you just like cleanse your mind of any sort of like negativity that could hold you back. Well, I think it's really hard because social media itself right now is like, it's basically everyone's highlight reel. Yeah. Um, I actually, the first time I heard that was on the Elevation podcast with Stephen Furtick. And he was like, you know, you're, you're comparing your life to someone's highlight reel. Yeah. And, and it's, you don't it's, see the good, the bad, the ugly, yes. you just see like what they want. You to yes. See. And it's, it's kind of a catch 22 for me because I get on social media now and I see really amazing things. I see people like finding success. I see people speaking on stages, doing things I want to do. And I'm like, holy shit, that's amazing. Like if you can do it, I can do it. And yeah. then on the flip side of that is like, well, what? why can't yeah. I do that yet? Like, and so it's, it's a catch 22 to me because I, I really do feel like social media is amazing that you can see that people have gotten their dreams accomplished, yeah. but then it's hard not to take a step back and be like, I mean, 
I could sit there all day and like throw a fit. Do I? No, but I could sit there and be like, well, I can't do this, this, and this because I have four jobs. I got to pay bills. I got to do that. Like if there's a will, there's a way it, everyone's, like you said, everyone's journey is different. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be harder for some people, easier for some people. Connectivity is everything. Your network is your Bible. Like, like I will swear by that I need a t-shirt that says my network is my (laughs) bible please because I live by that I'm like if you if you don't value your network and respect your network what the fuck are you doing yeah stupid so stupid but as far as comparing goes I feel like your industry is like oh it's a constant the queen of comparison (laughs) absolutely and people don't really understand that I feel like um I mean no matter how many model friends that you have, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are competing for the same exact job. Yeah. I mean, they might take a few models, but, like, ultimately, you guys are competing against each other. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be, like, a, a nasty like a competitive yeah. thing. But, like, I mean, you are trying to be that better model. Yeah. But it's important to remember that you have to be the better you as a model. And well, not and I also feel like everyone's like, perspective of better is different. Yeah. Like a photographer could be like, oh, she's better at elongating this while this girl's better at like her jawline. Like yeah. two things that don't even, you couldn't do it if you wanted to because yeah. it's not like naturally what's happening. Yeah, like, so they I feel like take, there's so many fucking intricate pieces yeah, to modeling. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just really important to just know who you are within yourself and yeah. just make sure that you are being that, like, times 100. So but, how like, do you... don't look at other, what other people are doing yeah. and be like, oh, I have to do that. Like, no, just do what you know you're best at and excel. So how did way. you figure out what you were best at? Like, obviously, to me, like, one big thing about you is your personality because I feel like you have this warmth about you that like, you're welcome, (laughs) that people like want to know more. They want to be around you. Your hair obviously is huge for you. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. (laughs) Yeah. You have pretty big hair. Right. Just because it's curly, it's long, like it, it, not everyone has that. So like, how did you figure out what, what you were best at? So I definitely like, um, just by being in the scene all the time, like mm-hmm. I, I get to see everybody. Mm-hmm. I get to see what kind of models come into like the same castings as me. And I, I don't compare myself to them, but like I set myself apart from yeah. them. I'm like, Oh, they have blonde hair. I have brown hair. So that I'm a little different. They have a darker complexion. I have lighter complexion. See, like, I just, would consider that like, like a perspective comparison. Yeah. So it's like a positive version of comparison, yeah. like noticing differences, but you're not, you're not in the act of comparing. I don't know what the right word for that would be. It's like, you're noticing differences, Yeah. but you're not like, I wish my hair was blonde. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> you have to like have that positive mindset yeah like not not being like I wish I had that but just being reminding yourself of like what's different about you yeah so it it just it clears like that kind of air Mm -hmm. you know because I mean like I said the first couple years I was modeling that was like all in my head I I was like oh my god they're so much prettier than me they're gonna get this job I wouldn't get the job you're what 16 17 when you started yeah, like, I was 17. Not only are you going through, like, hormonal changes, but, like, figuring out who the fuck you are, what you want to do. Am I going to college? Maybe not. Probs not. Yeah. Didn't go. Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Out. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, 
there are so many things going through a 17 year old's brain. And then let's add that on top of it. Like you find the thing that you love and it's like, okay, now what? Like everyone is doing this, that, and the other, and everyone looks like this. How do I look different? Why would I look like, I can't even imagine that pressure. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been through really bad, like, mental states throughout. But I I am at a place now where I don't even, like, really think about that stuff anymore. Just because I realized how detrimental that was for my career. Mm -hmm. I was in a depressed state. I wasn't working as much. It definitely affects, affects everything that goes on. Yeah. So if I'm sitting at home crying because some other prettier girl got a job over me, I'm not going to get the next job because I'm so upset about that. It's yeah. just going to set me back. Yeah. But if I'm like, okay, not that job, but the next job I'm getting because I am going to be myself. <coughs> I'm going to go in there and show them who I can be, show them what I can do. And they're going to love me. Yeah. That's well, you're also, of- you have a hustler mentality because oh, yeah. you do more than just modeling. Yeah. Like you, you work and you provide for yourself and then you're kind of transitioning into it being like modeling, only modeling, yeah. which is still wild to me that like, to me, it's so quick for you. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure I there's times up, where you're like, this is not a bitch. It's I, not I grew up very fast. So I've mm-hmm. always just been like such a hard worker. Yeah. Um, and like I played sports my whole life too. So it's just like, I, I've always been in that place of just like, it's just that foundation. Yeah. Just like working my ass off to get where I want to be. Yeah. And nobody can stop me from that. Yeah. I feel like people have it or they don't. Like you yeah. really do. Like you've got oomph. 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 That's what, I mean, I, I love that. Yeah. That's what, that's like <laughs> my thing. That's like my phrase. And I say that to my volleyball girls. I'm like, I can't teach you passion. Like I can't teach yeah. you oomph. Like, oomph. yes. Like I feel like I get like this stink that's face like every time I say I'm like, like oomph. Oomph. That's oomph. like an ad <laughs> <laughs> I really just, it's like. You can't teach that. You can't teach that hustler mentality or like um, Adam Carandang, Let Me Borrow Relentless by Tim Grover. Mm-hmm. And I've yet to read that. I need to. Oh my God. I'm on my second round. I oh, love yeah. it so much. Yes. And then Tim Grover favorited Alchemist, my so. fucking Instagram. And I was oh, like, really? oh, yeah, I was so excited. I was freaking out. Um, but he, yeah, like he talks about being a cleaner. Like there's, there's, you just have to read it, but there's terminology on like the people that you get somewhere and you're like, what's next? Let's fucking go. Like mm-hmm. you've got that internal fire and you can't teach that. Like you really can't teach that. And I hate to say that because, you know, you have people arguing and they're like, you can teach anything. Like you can show someone what it looks like. And if they want it bad enough, they'll get it. But that's the whole point. Like yeah. they don't want it bad enough because it's not already instilled. I don't know where it comes from, but I got it. I got it too, and I'm happy with it. <laughs> Same. I, yeah, I wouldn't want it any other way. So when you were in these, n- like, negative states of mind, what are some things that helped you pull out of that, like, pull out of that depressive state of mind and still, I mean, not only pull out of that, but still be working and then still be pursuing your dreams and your career? So, like, what are some steps that you took to get your mental clarity? Honestly, uh Big one is just having positive people in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, my boyfriend and I live together. He's the most amazing person in my life. And he, he's amazing. He, I love B. He definitely, like, he is the biggest, like, supporter of me. Mm-hmm. And so when he sees me like that, he's like, get your ass up. You're a bad bitch. 
Mm-hmm. You go do what you're set out to do in this life. Yep. And you go fuck it up. Yeah. Like, what else are you that. doing sitting? I like, what are you? Him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's just like, you know what you're supposed to do? And you're not doing that right now. Yeah. And what do you feel like? Shit. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, I need to get up. I need to be happy. I need to go do my makeup. I need to go yeah. film a video. I need to go buy some new clothes if that's going to inspire me to shoot. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, I do I do think that it is imperative that when you first feel certain emotions, allow yourself to feel them. Absolutely. But don't get swallowed by them. Oh, There's yeah. There's a huge difference. But, like, I, I've definitely, like, I've struggled throughout my life with mm-hmm. different mental, like, I, I wouldn't call them disorders necessarily, but mm-hmm. just, like, mental blocks. Yeah. And just, like. Chapters. Yeah. Just being, like, in a bad place with some things and others a really good place. So it's just a roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. Literally have coasting tattooed on yes. me. Uh, but I, I've just been through so much that, like what I've experienced in my life also pulls me out of that. I'm like, I have dealt with so much worse than this. Mm-hmm. And I'm moping around just because I didn't get a job or just because yeah. I didn't think I was prettier than someone. Yeah. What am I doing? And like, I get like, I also get myself out of those situations. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you went through the craziest time of your life when you were little or like when you were in high school. Growing up. Yeah. And like, those are things that you have to take with you on mm-hmm. your journey and not forget about them, but push like, make like you, harness, them. like, yeah, just have mm-hmm. you like push yourself even harder. Mm-hmm. I went through that. I can go through this. I came out of that. I can come out of this. Yeah. It's just like a constant, just like you got to really just push yourself. Yeah, for sure. So what are some things like for other people that could be struggling with like getting out of that? Like, what did you do? Like outside of, obviously we love B. I love yeah. B. Um, and the fact that you can do that for yourself as well is huge. Cause a lot of people aren't able to do that. So like, what are some other things that you noticed about yourself, like getting into to get out of that? Um, I definitely, um, like for the most part, just doing what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it can be hard to like jump back into that when you're in a state of like depression and, uh, you like kind of forget about the things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. But for me, like working out, being active, um, it kind of clears your mind a little bit away from all the stress that you have and depression that you have and just like makes you feel good about yourself. And that's the best way to get out of that. It's just like uh, doing something that makes you feel good. Yeah. So if, if that's working out, if that's uh, going to get your nails done or your hair done, like whatever that may be, like those little bits and pieces that can just like, oh, I look good today. Well, and I, and that doesn't mean for everyone, like audience wise, like you don't have to get up and go to the gym. Like you don't have to get up and go to a yoga class. Like literally take your ass outside for a lap around the parking lot. Like a start is a start. You know what I mean? Like even as a model, I don't even go to the gym. mm -hmm. I have a home workout that I do every single day. So I don't uh, really like, need to go to the gym to feel that kind of like I know other people definitely experience like a super high when they go to the gym yeah but mine's just more like I'm getting active today I'm doing my like like I'm toning my abs like whatever I think people definitely need to be reminded of that of like even just moving a little bit or just like going on your own balcony like 
if you don't have a balcony, go on your porch. If you don't have a porch, like go in the parking lot, like stretch for two minutes and yeah. you're going to feel better. Like yeah. it, and it's, it's not, I don't want anyone to think like we're taking the concept of mental health lightly. Oh, I we, can, we both, yeah. we both have, have cra- I, that's, that's also for another day too. <laughs> the shit. Uh, it's, we both recognize that it is so hard. I mean, I, I literally struggle with it probably once a week where I'm like, dude, yeah. what do you love? What? Do, and like, if you need to talk out loud, talk fucking out loud. If you need to dance around your kitchen, dance around your kitchen. If you literally need to punch your pillow and then hop in a cold shower and reset your nervous system, that can do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like anything that you need, allow yourself to have those things. Yeah. Um, so working out is one for you. Mm-hmm. What was something else you did to kind of clear that mindset? Um, definitely just reaching out to photographers and just like setting up. Something. So continue even to if pursue, not, even if I'm not feeling like it, but once I get there, I'm like having the best time ever. Yeah. So I just, I know myself too well Yeah. to sit in a really bad place and mm-hmm. not do anything about it because I know once I go do what I love to do, I'm just going to be so like forget about everything and just like being in that moment and really appreciating what I do. For me, I've found some of the things that work, like getting out of that mental headspace is like a self pampering. Mm -hmm. So like lighting candles, taking a bath. Um, my favorite movie of all time is the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. So like, yeah, of all time, like I literally, do you want to know what mine is? Yeah. (laughs) Zombieland. I've never seen it. Never seen it. Oh my gosh. No. I watch the Santa Claus every day. Like that's not an exaggeration. Every I single probably, day. Yeah. There but, are there are five people right now that I could call and be like, what do I watch every day? And they would literally you could feel the eye roll through the phone that's and they'd be crazy. like the Santa Claus. But like anytime that I'm feeling that way, like I will now granted, I'll put in the Santa Claus and I'll go to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's like a comfort thing. Yeah. But like if I'm having one of those bad days, I'm like, all right, we're gonna sit and we're actually gonna watch it. Now, I don't know about you, but we need to give Disney their credit for all of these kids' movies that are fucking funny for adults. Yeah. That we didn't, that know. We didn't know about when we were little. Bruh. Yeah. I watched Toy Story the other day. I about pissed my pants. Like, <laughs> Tom Hanks as Woody, snarky little bastard. Like, the stuff that he was saying, I was like, oh, he just yeah. shit on Buzz Lightyear's life. Like, There are things that they were saying that I was like, now I get it why my parents were laughing. I thought my parents were faking it. I thought my parents were just laughing because, like, I was laughing. You see that with, like, cartoons, too, when we were younger? And we're like, what the fuck? Yes, now I watch it, and I'm like, what? What is that? Inappropriate. But, like, we had no idea. (laughs) Don't even get me started. SpongeBob is so funny. Yeah. Squidward, the worst. Squidward's I'm, the worst. I'm super into like sub, like subliminal messages and just Ooh, like okay, just like conspiracy theories and all of that stuff. So like I, yeah, I I know it all. I feel like you and the news right now are just the news. The news in general, like what's going on in the world. I like, don't the coronavirus. Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't look at. But that's what I'm saying, like conspiracy theories. Oh, I haven't read any because I just. I'm not like, obsessed with them. Well, I don't, I don't like believe a lot of them. I just find it so interesting, like mm-hmm. how people's minds work and just like how they put things together like that. I mean, some yeah. of them are just like so like 
How did you put those? But some of them aren't. <laughs> oh, yes. then you have the ones that you're like, it's life real. Yeah. Are we like? Yeah, like you a start reading them and you're like, I'm not real. I am living in a dollhouse. Yeah. Who's controlling this? <laughs> like, pretty little lives. <laughs> oh my god, how scary would that be? That used to be my favorite show. Mine too, and then it got drug out for way too long. Oh, yeah. Who the fuck was A? I can't even remember now, but I know I figured it out, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I still don't know who A was. We should look it up, but not, like, for any of you listening right now. Oh. Uh, like, No, yeah. look it up. If you haven't seen Pretty Little Liars, sorry about Don't you. even watch all of it. No. you don't need to. Just look up who's A. But wasn't there, like, three different A's? There was, like, 17. <laughs> I can't keep up. I, I literally got pissed and, like, stopped watching. Yeah. Because oh, I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was so good, and everything was great, and then I was like, all right. How did like, we get started talking about Pretty Little Conspiracy theories. <laughs> oh, yeah. We live in a giant dollhouse. Oh, goodness. We're so off topic. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this would happen, this though. This is how lessons, you know, do their podcast. We don't talk about anything that we're supposed to be talking about. This is what I like to call domino effect, where it just fucking catapults into one thing after another. Yeah. No apologies, though. I think it's funny. I really, now I'm, like, thinking, like, what, okay, so I was talking about your mental health, and then I was talking about movies. You said Zombie oh, Land. Yeah. I said Santa Claus. And then how funny Disney is, because it's for adults at the same time, and we had no clue. Yeah. And then somehow that got into conspiracy. Oh, subliminal messages. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. See you. Look. Like okay. Hidden things. Yeah. Just rewound over there for everyone. Um, okay. So working out, you <laughs> back on topic, motherfuckers. So you worked out, you contacted photographers. And then what's one more thing that you did like to get your mental health back into a more clear headspace? Um, like what? Okay, so here's a better question. What do you do each day that keeps you in that clear headspace? Like a day in my life, like mm-hmm. what it would look like. Um, I home make every single meal, so I wake up and I have a healthy breakfast um, mm-hmm. every morning, and it's just like that's the best way to get your day started. Yeah. People who skip breakfast, please stop doing that. Are you one of them? Stop. Doing I like pop tarts. I do. I love pop tarts. You know that hurts my heart so bad. <laughs> do I need to come over here and make you breakfast every morning? So it just you're depends. starting off your day, right? It depends on my mood. So, like, I um, so I am an Arbon consultant, and yeah. so like I learned a lot with basically your gut health. Like, I drink and kombucha every day too. It tastes like there is one dog shit. Kavita, pineapple peach. Try it. Go get it. It's the only okay. one I've tasted that I've actually enjoyed. Okay. But, like, also, like, I've taken shots of, like, apple cider in the yeah, morning. And, I've like, that's just, like, very, like, that's equivalent to, like, tequila for me. Yeah. It just but, burns. Everything burns. Yeah. it's So, like, I found, I found like, the yeah. pineapple peach one, and I was like, wow, this is actually good. I can enjoy doing this every morning. Mm. It just depends on my mood, but I, I've been learning more about gut health and like, I think that you are a really big advocate for that. And then, um, like an upcoming episode is 
um, Leo yeah. from Leo's Wellness Bakery, and like all of his stuff is vegan and gluten free, and like all of this stuff, and like he's a prominent person in like what you put in your body, just like you, like sets the tone for everything. So yeah. with Arbon, I've definitely been learning more about gut health, but I'm not gonna sit here and fucking lie. I I like pop tarts. I like pop tarts in the morning. I drink it with almond milk. Good. So like a little bit of a balance. Yeah. Um, I have been packing all my lunches. Now that's that's like, yeah, but it's like, like today I had apple with vanilla Greek yogurt and I just like dipped it in that Yeah. and orange and then pistachios. That was my lunch. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. But I had to offset the Pop-Tarts. Yeah. But I don't cook like you. You cook everything. I cook every single meal. Which is I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, sometimes, like, I'll have pizza and I'll, like, go get, well, I eat sushi. I love sushi. That's the only other thing I can. Your whole face is just, like. I don't actually eat out, like, hardly ever. But when I do, it's definitely sushi. I love sushi. Like, Brandon and I have sushi Wednesdays. Yes, I love that. I love sushi. Yeah. So you wake up, you make your own breakfast. Yeah, I read. Read what? Uh, just whatever book I'm reading at the time. Okay. So I. What one did you say you just finished? I the finished Alchemist. The Alchemist. Okay. Um, now I'm reading. I started it, but like I struggle with reading mm-hmm. honestly. So I give myself a five-page like limit. Okay. So because it makes it easier for me to just get it done if I'm not feeling like it. But I'll be able to check it off my list every single day. Yeah. I also do a checklist. Oh, okay. So every single thing that I need to do that day, I write it the night before. Okay. And then when I wake up, just throughout my day, whenever I get everything done, because mm-hmm. I have a very detailed uh, just routine. Okay. Um, so now I'm reading uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Oh, Okay funny time right now because we're social distancing and stuff mm-hmm. so I'm not going to be needing any of that right now mm-hmm. you'll find a way yeah there's still a way I know some of us <clears throat> have people over to their house <clears throat> right now Fuck it's like a 10 person limit though right yeah that's true that's true yeah so we're, we're fine. fine yeah <laughs> same conclusion um, we're good but yeah, so I'm reading that right now, and then um, I do my workout every day, mm-hmm. and then just um, like I film, I'm utilizing TikTok right now, so I'm really trying to like use that as much as I can. Yeah. So I'll film a TikTok, I'll do my makeup, um, I'll go do a photo shoot if I have one that day, um, just little stuff. I love to clean, so I clean my house like every single day. You want to come Helps clean mine? Helps me be sane. <laughs> You know what's funny is that I actually, um, I stay with one of my friends in Chicago. Her name's Amanda. She's the greatest. Um, she's the, like, besides you, the busiest person I know. Really? She's always I so stressed, and I just love her to death. So I actually cleaned her whole apartment for her. That is when so I went over sweet. She lets me stay with her yeah. every time I'm in Chicago, and she has no idea how much that helps me out. Yeah. That I don't have to pay to stay somewhere every single time. Yeah. So, yeah, I cleaned her apartment for her. I, I love mean, she that. was so just thankful. So appreciative. Yeah. yeah. My ex um, is an aspiring entrepreneur. <laughs> so, and you yeah. already know who it is, but um, was so thoughtful and would like do that here, would mm-hmm. like stay here and like do work and like on his computer and stuff, but like, would make my bed, do my laundry, clean yeah. my apartment because it's, I mean, like, it's not that I wouldn't enjoy like a full blown entrepreneur life. It's not all glitz and glam. Like we all know that, like yeah. there's so much that goes on behind closed doors, 
Um, but I like as you're saying all of these things, I'm like engrossed because I cannot fucking imagine having a day at home and like yeah. following a checklist. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'd still do work. Oh well, yeah, I, I, I'm not yeah. taking away from that oh, at no, all. I, but like, just for them to know, like, I I do have jobs, yeah, like, shitty jobs I have to do throughout yeah. the day just to make sure I have food on the table and bills, like, yeah, for. But uh, for the most part, like, I I did make the huge decision for myself to mm-hmm. just like not have a ton of extra money, but have more free time to just like jumpstart my like career. Um, yeah, and that was a hard decision to make. Like, I mean. Yeah. Uh, more money or more time? Like sometimes you can't get both. So yeah. you just got to. That's kind of where I'm at right now is yeah. like trying to figure out that balance because um, now that I'm like living by myself mm-hmm. in a two bedroom apartment because of obvious unfortunate situations that yeah. keep accruing, it's like all of my bills just doubled. So yeah. it's like I was already working four jobs and like figuring it out. I was going to say scraping by, but I wasn't really scraping by because I still, I still have fun. I still go out. I go to dinner, do those, do those things. But, um, now I'm like, well, what the, like, Mm -hmm. what am I supposed to do now? Because now I feel like my time is even more limited. I mean, with, with complete transparency, it's fucking 1030 at night and we're recording this. You know what I'm saying? Like, which I appreciate you, (laughs) but it's like, I have been at work since 730 this morning got here, recorded a podcast before you, recording one now, and then then I have to go work. Like, I literally have to go meet my producer and work further. Yeah. So it's like, it's just, it's crazy to me. I would do anything for a checklist. Yeah. Like, legit. Are you turning off that timer? Yes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> just to be safe. Yes. She has a timer for her vitamins, and it goes off literally every single day at the same time and like me calling out the time made her remember it yeah that would have been so funny (laughs) I know um yeah so like just your checklist in general so like outside of the jobs that obviously put food on the table so you're working out you have that checklist that you make the night before yeah and then I make a really amazing dinner every single night yeah and uh normally it's just like I mean, just great stuff because that's a great way to end your night. Like having a wonderful dinner and just relaxing. And food's the most important thing in my life. So, uh, like, other than like the people. I feel like I'm a snacker. I don't really feel like I'm a meal person. I eat full meals and then, Mm -hmm. like, throughout. I mean, I still snack. Like, I'll have like. I like. I probably eat. Like, 11 or 12 different times a day. Yeah. But it's very small. Like I just said, my lunch was like an apple dipped in yogurt with pistachios. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't really I don't really eat full meals unless it's an event. Like sushi yeah. Sundays at 45 degrees. Like I'm like, okay, this is an event. I'm going to get tipsy and we're smashing yeah. hot fry sushi. Um, but yeah, normally I don't. Like mm-hmm. I'll just like nibble on things here and there. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's hard sometimes because I do come home so exhausted yeah. at night. And uh, Brandon works late, so we have, like, really late dinners. But mm-hmm. um, it makes me happy to cook. I feel very just bliss, you yeah. know, when I cook. So I, I find that very important for me to do every single night. Yeah. And then after, uh, we do Ramwad every single night, which is yoga. What is it? Uh, Ramwad. So okay. it's, like, it's an on online program okay. that we do. So every single day they come out with, like, 
a 20 minute routine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thursdays is our long routine, which is like an hour, Mm -hmm. maybe less sometimes, but, um, yeah, we set out time to do that. Knocks me right out. I go to bed. I feel wonderful. Um, and my body is my most important thing. So I just really take care of it. I feel like you speak the priorities that I want to have that I don't right now. Like my priorities right now are money, family time, friends, and like the podcast, you know what I mean? So like, this is probably the worst shape I've been in in a while. I haven't been to the gym in like two months. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's crazy. Like some people are like two months. Yeah. I still have abs, (laughs) (laughs) but I also like, I think a big part of that is snacking. I think a big part of that is like, I drink water constantly. I drink a little less than a gallon every single day. I drink about a gallon and a half. Yeah. You also are on your feet, like working all day. So you probably like require more. Yes. And I think that that's another thing too. That's been the only thing to save me not going to the gym as much is realistically. I mean, my job, like I'm lifting accumulatively throughout my day, anywhere from two to 3000 pounds of product. Yeah. And it's just boxes of wine, but like, yeah. So like going around and you're like lifting it from a pallet to the floor, stocking it, putting it back on a pallet. Like it's a workout that you're not thinking about. So it's, I mean, I think that's probably why I haven't been to the gym because by the time I get home and have to do all this other shit, like I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah, but I do think it's it's really important. Just, um, I guess for me, uh, someone like me, I, I am busy throughout the whole entire mm-hmm. day, always. And yeah. uh, for me, uh, reading five pages a day of a book that is important to you or like you can learn a lot from. Now, do you um, stop yourself at five pages? Most of the time, yes. Okay. Um, just to like keep me also coming back to the mm-hmm. book. Like, I, I want to be excited to read it the next day. I don't want to, like, burn myself out reading 15 pages and be like, oh, I don't really want to read tomorrow. See, I am, like, the complete opposite. Yeah, like, I, I'm I not literally, much of a reader. Yeah, though, so you, like, I kind I of remember you saying myself that. a little yeah. bit. Um, I'm more like I sit down and I give myself, like, a time slot instead of a page number. And I'm like, ooh, okay, 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden I'm, like, 20-minute timer goes off and I'm 30 pages deep and I'm like, we got to keep fucking going. We yeah. got to go. So like for me, uh, like it's pretty important for other people to know that you can do those things throughout your day, but like, it doesn't take that much time. And some people think mm-hmm. it does. So like my reading five pages, I mean, can take me like five to 10 minutes. I don't Depends really know. I've never book. timed it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the one I'm reading now, like long little pages and words. Yeah. So like, yeah. Uh, so, uh, like 10 minutes out of your day to read. Um, I do a 30 minute little workout. Um, I have that on my TikTok. If anybody is interested in yes. going to look at that, um, it don't underestimate it. Mm-hmm. It'll get you tired mm-hmm. and your abs will be on fire. But, um, so in total 40 minutes and then, um, also a 20 minute Ramwad. So like an hour total of something that can really just an hour benefit day. your day mm-hmm. so incredibly that like, I mean, you'll feel like a whole new person if you can like set a little bit of time out for yeah. yourself. Just, I mean, and you really just like, that's for you. Mm-hmm. That time is for you. You get to feel good about it. You get to be like, oh, I worked out today. I stretched my body. My body feels great. I learned something today. Yeah. It's it's a really great feeling. So hmm. I love that. I, I find the importance in that. Yeah. I'm when sure. you like break it yeah, down I'm and sure it's like, it's too. very, very small 
piece of the day yeah. that's obtainable for yeah, it's very a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, my sister might argue, she'd be like, I have three screaming children running around. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't have children, so I don't. No, I mean, I feel like I do with with my dog. I'm like, ugh. Oh, I mean, my dog's crazy, too. (laughs) My dog is so crazy. Um, There's so much juicy information on this. I'm, like, so excited. Um, I want people to, like, reach out to you, though. So, like, people that are wanting to be models or, like, already in that or – Anything of the sort. So where can they find you to, like, reach out to you? So I am on Instagram, of course. My at is just Lexi Markovich. Um, if you type in Mark, my name should pop up. Is it Nobody M-A-R-C, M-A-R-K? K-O-V-I-C-H. So, I mean, not everybody can spell that right. but mm-hmm. That's um, why I said it. That's pretty much, like, if you search my first and last name, you'll find me on all my socials. Um, okay. Same with TikTok if you want to look at little videos that I put on there. Um, I think they're cute. I love them. Thank you. And then I'm not really on Twitter much, but... I fucking love Twitter. I'm like... My, Twitter's my shit. My Twitter is like EDM Twitter. So like, I feel like my Twitter is like I get to have a split personality because I have the podcast Twitter and I'm like, be mindful of this, 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 and this. And then my Twitter is like, fuck everyone, get out of the grocery <laughs> store, quit taking the toilet paper. Like, I, did tweet, I did tweet the other day because I went to the grocery store and I was like, me chilling at the grocery <laughs> store because all my healthy food is still here and I'm not panicking. Yes! Yes, But, dude. like, the fucking Twinkies are gone and I'm like, what is wrong with you And people? all the Coca-Cola. Dude, I and literally like, said that today. grabbing my bananas and grabbing my, like... All the fruits and vegetables yeah. were still there. I FaceTimed my mom. I was so pissed. And, like, my mom and I don't really get along. Like, I think she's the shit. She's a great friend. Yeah. And, like, we're now in a place where we're, like, we can... We can maybe be friends. We'll see what happens. That's kind of how me and my mom. Maybe not. I'm not honest. sure yet. Um, but she's she's a great human. We're just trying to like, <laughs> we're just trying to work out if like it's a great human combination type of thing. You miss me on that. Fucking <laughs> dead. I am deceased I hope at my mom's that. Not watching. <laughs> I'll get my eyes beat. <clears throat> Anyways, sips water, dead. But I FaceTime my mom and I'm like, tell me why all the fruits and vegetables are here. She's like, Mackenzie, they go bad. And I was like, bitch, you could freeze them. Yeah. Cut them up and freeze them. People are, I'm not shocked, actually. I'm not either. I just let people do whatever they feel they need to. Yeah, but I I probably go to like five to ten grocery stores a day yeah and I just stand there sometimes it's like you know in like the movies when one person is standing still and everyone else is like flying around them that's what it feels like and I just stand there sometimes and I'm like this looks like a shit show what was there was a tweet I thought was really funny um who told me about it I can't remember right now I think I think my buddy Connor told me about it and it he was like saying that the tweet was whoever whoever's in this game of Jumanji, can you please end it? <laughs> like I was like, that is so true. Oh my god. So true. That's such a great movie. Underrated as I, I need to see the second one, but right now No. Oh. I won't. I won't do it. Wait, like the the newer one? Yeah, no. I watched it. It's great. No, I mm-mm. I just want the original. But now there's a second one to the newer one, so I need to watch oh. the second one. 
Yeah. It's it was such a great movie. Like Why? you have to watch it. We don't need we can't with this. <laughs> We're gonna take this conversation off the podcast. <laughs> I just think the originals of things are better. Oh, for like the most part, of course. But have you but seen that, have you seen Jumanji recently? Like the original. No, I have not. The graphics are garbage. It is so it's funny, funny to watch it's really so old funny. movies because you're like you know how what? the fuck did I even like yeah, realize? Like, why did that? I think this was a real lion? Yeah. Okay. Like, I thought Robin Williams was like <laughs> stunt doubling, and like there was a real lion in this bitch. No, rest in heaven, Robin Williams. Absolutely. Oh my god, the best. Um, yeah, no, I don't know what I. But I also like every single night I watch old westerns. Like Grit TV is like my favorite. Really? Yeah. I saw that on. Yeah, see? See, I love it. I don't know why. I just love sitting. It's like relaxing. But I feel you. Like when I was little, like we used to watch um, like Zorro all the time and like I was watching um, I now forgive me for you like history buffs of television like Monsters, The Monsters and it's like it's so fucking cool. Oh, and Gunsmoke. Ooh, Gunsmoke is great. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, it's like the music is more calming and like the color isn't as HD. So it doesn't hurt your eyes as much. I don't know. It's just like, it's just more relaxing to me. I feel you. And kind of corny. Yeah. Very corny. (laughs) Like Three Stooges. Like, are you kidding me? I've never watched it. Never. Oh my gosh, I love it. was my mom's stooges. favorite. My mom and her older brother was their favorite. I've never watched I mean, it. I crack my shit out of that. Like, really? Yeah, just so stupid, but like so like heartwarming yeah. in a way. Yeah. <laughs> like, that makes now, sense. Nowadays, like, like stuff is so like raunchy and stuff. It's almost like nice so to hear like stupid jokes. That yes. Are, like, yeah. I agree with that. That yeah. makes sense though. Don't get me wrong, like, I love raunchy stuff, too. <laughs> uh, I love when it gets dirty. Like, yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Why did I just think, like, the first thing that just came to mind right now was Dirty Pop by Justin Timberlake? I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know that song? I think so. I'm not going to sing it. I'm going to play it after, <laughs> after we get Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, to wrap it up. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Tell everyone your socials again since we oh, talked for like another It's just uh, at Lexi Markovich. Uh, my last name is spelled M-A-R-K-O-V, like as in Victor. I have to say that on the phone because people are like, bitch, Lexi Markovich. And I'm like, oh my God, no, Victor. V as in Victor. <laughs> I am. Dead. Why can't we get through a normal conversation? ICH. <laughs> We're tired. Listen, my buddy Leo was over here and we are feeling good because we had CBD cookies. And we're just very relaxed. We're just very relaxed and like open in conversation right now. So <sighs> All right. This is a good one. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this. I can't breathe. Okay. Do you know when, like, your parents tell you, like, stop laughing, go to bed, and you, like, try not to laugh? That's how I feel right now. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm going to get the fuck off of here because this is counterproductive now. But hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any questions for Lexi, 
please hit her up. Yes, my DMs are always open. Um, <laughs> always. Well, not like that. Don't give me creepy messages or anything. I get those too often. But, like, if you actually have, like, questions for me, I have lots of answers. And I have lots of um, just really good advice I for agree. upcoming models. And, yeah. And also, if you have anything for me, also shoot me a DM. Yeah. Any questions, any, um, any feedback from this, anything at all. We both are like super receptive of that. So Mm -hmm. hope you guys loved this. Um, give us your feedback. Let us know, make sure and subscribe to the podcast and Lex will be on for another series. Keep an eye out. Um, we're going to call it the family tree. Oh, yeah, but it'll be good. It's not as good as it seems. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll be good for those of you um, who have been through some tumultuous family experiences. Fucked up childhood. Yeah, hey. for sure. Um, but came out on top and climbing still. So yeah. have a great day for anyone listening, or night, or weekend, whenever you're listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to Chino's Best. Be sure to check out the Instagram and Twitter pages at C-H-E-E-K-N-O-W-S-B-E-S-T and follow each week for new topics. Click the link in either bio and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and the blog. Special thanks to sponsors involved. And remember, you're not alone. I'll prove it.